So again, today we are doing another one-on-one -on -one session. This time we are with Callie. Just like last time, uh, well, we ended up walking into a cellar and uh, Yulby did her little fun adventure time. And today uh, we are going to start off that same situation where Callie is following behind Yulby into the cellar. And that's where we're going to start. So you walk down into the cellar and all around you, when you're walking down into the cellar, you could smell the fresh baked bread, but when you actually get down in there, there's nothing. And as you look around, the room is pitch black. It's almost, it's like a magical darkness almost. Okay. But in its center, there is the faint glow of a crystalline tiger lily. Is it the same kind of black looking with speckles? Yes. She's going to carefully look around the room, even though she can't see anything. Just kind of like cast a glance to see if there's anything else she can see. Um, and then upon realizing that this is likely a magical darkness, she's gonna walk forward and uh, pick the lily. As she has been, to put in her bag. When you pick this this particular lily, it actually begins to, from where your, your fingers are holding it, begins to turn, return into a floral state. And it begins to become a living flower again. It's no longer crystalline. And it is this, this brilliantly colored uh, striped tiger lily. Um, yeah, she's gonna, like, stop and stare at it for several seconds, kind of turn it over in her hands, and maybe feel, like, the petals to see if they're actually, like, know, petal texture. I mean, everything about this thing is, it's a true blue flower. It's just freshly picked flowers, what it feels like. Okay. And she begins to hear us clapping. It's a very slow clap. Can she turn toward the direction of it? Yes. Turn towards the direction of it. As she does turn towards the direction of it, the uh, emanating from her, the darkness begins to dissipate. And it starts to go out. Not much of the room is open, but walking into this slightly slightly illuminated space there is a black shadow which once it's into the light becomes a it looks like a fairy and not not a fae but an actual fairy and this is a, a small it's a small just a little bit taller than maybe a little bit smaller than a halfling brilliantly colored wings on its back and it's just clapping. And it walks up and says, Hello. Callie, like, squints a little bit. He kind of looks around at the room again, where all this darkness is still cutting off most of her vision. And back to the, to the fairy. Just, um, hello there. Are you the one causing this darkness? Um, well, I did not cause the darkness. I was sent here 
on behalf of a specific fox. A little trickster, if you will. Callie, uh, like, her posture and expression changes to one of, like, apprehension, and she takes half a step back. No, no, don't worry. I'm not here as as any an enemy, or I'm not here to do anything bad. The madam was sent me here to to congratulate you. To congratulate me. Yes. You are taking steps, and you are working towards. Uh, keeping the balance, doing what you set out to do, working forward towards your goal. Did she think I would skirt my responsibilities a second time? It cost me enough the first time. Well, and the fairy smiles and she says, well, it is, how should I put this? She's leery to trust. Because she is not one that is easy to gain trust back. But she is proud of you. Um, well, thank you for delivering the message, I suppose. I'm just going to tuck the flower in her bag with all the other tiger lilies. I've been given, I've been given a test to give you. Kelly, like, she, she closes her eyes a moment. And pauses, takes a breath, and looks back up at this fairy and just, yes, of course. Um, what test should she like to give me? Well, she sent me to give you a test, and something that is probably going to be hard to do. Well, yes, of course, because my current task is not difficult in the least. All you have to do, when she smiles, is give me your most cherished possession. And the sort of sarcastic smile that she had worn a second ago already fades. And just... She takes a breath. Well, I only really have the one after she took everything else, but of course. Before Callie can do anything else. She, uh, the fairy puts up her hand. All, all seven sets of her wings have fully expanded. And she says, Unless you can guess what my name is. Your name? Yes. And she will, she will, uh, snap her fingers and a couple of chairs appear. She says, please, have a seat. And I will give you the riddle. Kelly kind of sighs a little bit and moves to take a seat. And by that I mean she sits down. She's not playing the Fae games this time. I know she did that last time, so I wanted to specify. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the protect her wings, the fairy turns the chair around and sits down in the chair back. Her chair's a little bit smaller than Kelly's. Callie internally wonders why this fairy didn't just create a backless chair, but she's <laughs> she's not going to say this aloud. This fairy is sassy. 
Alright, so your first riddle, or your first clue. I am that which is the heart of my people and the leader of its armies. And she pauses. The heart of your people. By your people, do you mean fae or fairies, or is this a more general statement? Specifically fairies, for being specific. The fae are very troublesome. Um, can I roll to see what she might know about fae as far as, like, what leads their armies? You sure can. I was, I was hoping you would ask me to roll for something. (laughs) Roll. This will be a history check. And because you gave me that fun feature where she knows a whole bunch about fae due to her background, can I roll with advantage? You sure can. I was also going to give you advantage for the uh, storybook, too, because her name is in the storybook. Alright. Let's see. Well, of course. Alright. Well, uh, my first roll was a four, so I'm glad I got advantage, because Kelly loves her fours. You win that number. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, it's just her favorite number. <laughs> I didn't choose this. She chose this. Um, but her second roll was a dirty 20, so. Dirty 20. Alright. You will know that the the fairy kingdom, based off of her, her knowledge of fae and her knowledge from the storybook, that the fairy kingdom is, the stories are that it's been split between two factions, that of Titania and that of Harlequin. Titania is the fairy queen and Harlequin is the fairy king. You will know that uh, they both have their own army. And but only one of the two has a leader, a separate leader of their army. The other one leads the army themselves. Okay. The fairy looks up as Callie is thinking, and she says, "You have three questions you can ask me before you have to guess." She uh. There's an almost playful smirk on her face, um, and just. Well, I don't suppose asking what your name is um, would be allowed, so let me try to consider a more appropriate question. The fairy smiles. I can see why Madam likes you, though she is mad at you. She kind of like tenses up a little bit at that. So what is your question? Are you stumped? (laughs) Do you favor the king or the queen? Hmm. Well, I favor the winner. That doesn't do me a whole lot of good, but, um... (laughs) Do you wear a crown yourself? Hmm. I wonder. And she kind of grins and says, that would be the question now, isn't it? As if knowing one question left, though I think you may know who I am. I would argue that the last answer wasn't an answer, but... I never told you how I would answer the questions. It is true, we did not establish that you had to answer them, just that I could ask them. 
Hey, what does Callie know about these two? Right? Because you said one of them has a leader to their armies. Does she know which one does? Very good point. Alright, so... What I would do is I would roll a... Let's see. What would be a good roll for this? I'll tell you what. Roll an investigation. <laughs> investigation? Okay. Investigation. Because you are actively... Callie is actively thinking uh, about it. Seven. Seven. Callie's really not fond of high numbers. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So... What Callie will know is that the uh, the the story of the fairies, the two uh, warring kingdoms of the fairies, is detailed very heavily in the storybook. Can she take out the storybook and try to find that story? She sure can. I was waiting for you to ask that. Yeah, she. Uh, well, we'll hold up a finger like a just one moment sort of gesture. And dig in her bag a moment and pull out this, this, uh, old leather-bound storybook that doesn't have any words on the front of it. And open it up and it doesn't have any words inside either. Just little bumps. And start running her hands over the bumps. To try to find the right page. It doesn't take you long. The, uh, the stories of the fairies were some of the first stories in the, in, in the book comes across the uh, the stories of the it would be the start of the war of the fairies she's going to look through this book or look through the story kind of browse for um, firstly who had the leader to their army right like who had an army leader and who led the army themselves and then also which one of them won in these wars without having to roll anything because you have the book right there she will know that Harlequin did not fight in his own war and he had his son lead his armies whereas because he was Harlequin did not fight because he was distracted by dealing with Dark Bay whereas Titania fought as the head of her own forces mm -hmm. Now, the stories don't specifically say exactly who won, but the it is inferred that the queen won. And these stories are like, because it's a ch child storybook, they're like super romanticized and uh, way overboard to what to what would probably have actually have happened in the actual in the actual uh, legend or the actual history. Does it say the um, the son's name? The son's name it says is Alder. Alder. Okay. Alder. She'll she'll look up after perusing this book for a little bit, and just at the risk of this being my last question and it being a waste. Um, how many guesses do I get? I would say you have one. And she smiles. Based on the information I have and the evidence I've been given, my best guess would be, uh... 
I'm gonna butcher how to pronounce this. Titania? Yeah. That is close, okay. yes. <laughs> Titania. Is that your name? That is I. I am the queen of the fairies. Or I was queen of the fairies. She kind of looks over at the book that Callie has. It's, I'm assuming that is uh, the stories, the legends of Terra storybook. She nods. What that book doesn't tell you about my people is that we ward the two armies ward for 200 years. Vast amounts of losses. And uh, eventually, my husband, King Harlequin, or I should say was my husband, was uh, overtaken by the Dark Fae. And uh, the Fae eventually wiped out almost all of my people. Some of us hid, some of us changed. Some of us became servants to beings more powerful than we are. Well, one would argue that perhaps fighting amongst yourselves while there were dark fae about was not the wisest decision, but I don't exactly have a history of making wise decisions, so. And she kind of chuckles and smiles and says, Yes, my people are emotional, to say the least. The slightest thing caused us to fight all the time. She nods a little and carefully stows the book. You have passed Madam's test. May I ask why? Why? Because she was trying to see if you were ready to receive or should I say uh not receive, but regain part of what you of who you once were. Her eyes widen a little bit. She's I I'm I'm sorry, I maybe I misunderstood. Uh what precisely do you She's giving back some of what she took? Well, she never specifically took it. She just sealed it. My language was imprecise. Forgive me. But yes, she is lifting part of the seal. She sent me here to do it. Though there is one thing I will require. Those crystal lilies that you have collected, those will be what's needed to lift the seal. Are, are you sure it's safe to use the magic from those it's it's corrupted she thinks for a moment she says well magic is neither good nor evil it's only it's only it only picks a side when it is used for one of the sides I inherently it is just magic I assure you the dark fae that planted these uh was not using them for good. Yeah. But we can. I can. Which is why she sent me specifically. She'll nod a little bit and reach in her bag and start and dig out the like separate bag that she keeps all these tiger lilies in that now has one real tiger lily in it. Um, 
15 full tiger lilies, and three tiger lilies worth of crushed bits. And offer this bag. She she takes the bag and lays them out on the ground in front of uh, Callie. She says, uh, go ahead and just stay still for a few minutes. This will only take a couple of seconds. <laughs> stay still for some minutes, but it only takes seconds. Hey. Well, we gotta make sure there's no side effects. And she waves her hand over these lilies, and the three crushed ones, the, the pile of crushed ones turns into full lilies again. And she says, you have 18 crystal bay lilies, which, I don't know if you know this or not, are pure crystallized magic. And you have one pure fairy lily they take on which takes on the form of a tiger lily my people were actually once born in these things believe it or not I do believe I heard that somewhere yes and, and she begins to like uh, take some things out of her out of her uh, pockets and armor sets it next to the stuff little crystals uh, each one a different color Sets them on the four corner, four cardinal corners of this uh, area here, and she waves her hand over the whole thing, and all of the flowers disappear. I, I don't mean to look a gift, uh, in the mouth or anything, but you're, you're certain she gave you permission for this? Yes. You know she's not one to go back on her word very often. And when she says to do something, you do it. Yes, I'm well aware. Though she seems to be in a good mood of late. Seems someone important to her uh, told, told her to be nice. And she seems to be in a better mood. Kelly just seems genuinely confused by this whole thing, but like <laughs> gives a little nod anyway. After she passes her hand over these flowers, they they vanish, and this uh, it looks almost like the spark stones that were found before, but this one is one solid piece, and it is it is a almost amethyst in color. It's like this solid gemstone piece. It's not clear with anything in it. It's just one color, and she hands it to and she hands it to Callie. So all you have to do is ingest that. She nods, like looks at it, and looks back. It's very squishy when she grabs it, almost like a berry. I'm sorry. I just, as Neko imagined somebody handing me a rock and then realizing it was squishy, <laughs> and just like. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay. I just got like, like it was like a jarring texture imagery here. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> Recovering. Looks back up and just um, right, right now. Yeah. And then she will, uh, she'll do so without more questions. On the one hand, you don't adjust things that Faye give you. On the other hand, well, everything else. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a fae, she's a fairy. I mean... Big difference. Arguably queen of the fae, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> and when Callie ingests this, I'm going to need you to roll a... What is that? 
constitution? Saving throw? Yeah. yeah I there we go. Constitution. Saw that coming. Oh, hey! She actually rolled nicely for once. Kelly, I'm proud of you. Uh, it's a 25. Ooh, that's more than nice. That's almost That perfect. might be like one of three times <laughs> she's ever rolled above 20. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and you, in as she ingests this, her her she can feel her heart rate speed up a little bit, and then there's like this slight pounding in the back of her head, not enough to like phase or anything, but she can feel it. Mm -hmm. And uh, as this as this feeling starts to fade, she can feel this surge of energy and surge of power throughout her body, and. Uh, you will now gain the ability to use Sight of the Dragon. Ooh, that sounds like fun. And what that does is gives you uh, it gives you permanent advantage on all sight-based perception checks, and uh, increases your passive perception. Uh, what is it currently? I'm not looking at your sheet. Um, it is currently twelve. It increases it to 17. I'll override that on your sheet later and fix it. Oh, I can do it. But thank you. Yeah. Oh, you can do it. Okay, yeah. So I feel like this surge happens. And, like, there's, like, a moment where she kind of has to collect herself. Um, uh-huh. And she looks back up and, like... You know, her eyes are, they're solid purple, and there's, like, that very faint line in it, but I feel like right after this, like, they're much more, like, the pupil, the slitted pupil is much more prominent now. Yes, that would be so. Almost like a cat eye. It's just widened up a bit. And she, uh, smiles, like, genuinely for basically the first time since this whole encounter started. Um... Yeah, there's been a couple of smiles, but it's just like actual joy here instead of like sarcastic and smirking. Um, and then she will uh, bow a little. Not like a full bow, but like a quarter bow. Just thank you uh, for for delivering this, this gift. And she says, of course. Now, be careful as... They can be quite tricky, those you are after. They are what wiped out my people. And they are not, how do you say, they are not very easily swayed. So we'll be very careful. Well, it's not as though I have a choice, as you said. When the lady instructs you to do something, you do it. But I will be careful. Thank you. She nods. And just remember, the lady isn't evil. She's just chaotic, I should say. Being nice. I... I understand that. And if I hadn't angered her, she wouldn't have had any reason to do what she did. But, um... Well, that's in the past, anyway. It already happened. It's not as though I can change it. But I can work to rectify it. This is this is a very, very true statement. 
she she gets up from from where she was uh, kneeling on the ground and uh, her wings spread out and she begins to lift up in the air. I must be getting back to the lady. Though I suspect you may need to find, she looks around this opening, uh, an exit before you can return to your friends. I think your newfound, uh, or I should say, returned ability is going to help you with that. She nods, standing, already starting to look around. Just, um, thank you again, and if you wouldn't mind uh, passing along my gratitude to the lady as well. Oh, she's watching. She already knows. She kind of, like, almost grimaces at that. Like, it's almost like a wince. Like, oh, man, she's watching. Okay. <laughs> so as she lifts up into the air, she kind of starts to fade away in this, like... I'm just going to say it's fairy dust, because I don't really have another way to describe it. Just kind of, like, uh, comes off of her wings and she just fades away. Okay. Yeah. And Kelly will watch her go. And then, um start trying to look around for uh, the exit. So as as you, as Callie begins to look around, I'm going to need one, I'm going to need your perception check. And two, I'll describe what's going on. As she's looking around this darkness, it begins to fade further and it opens up and it actually looks like you've been standing in a meadow. Nice. Okay, so I got a nat 20 because Callie wanted to show off, so... Dang. <laughs> Nat twenty. As you as you look around, you notice to the far side, to the north, cardinal direction north of this clearing here, uh, you will see it looks what looks like almost as if it's a hallway that's been formed, a tunnel almost, in the in these trees where they've kinda like grown over the top of each other. It's very subtle at first. But as the closer you look, the more you notice that it just gets, as, as the tree line gets thicker and thicker, it just becomes more and more of a tunnel. And it seems to be the only thing out of place in this whole area. Okay. Um, she will quickly scan the terrain for flowers. I mean, all around her, she's just going to see more of the, uh, what looks like wisps and glances of the, uh, the fairy flowers all over the place. Okay, but no, like, solid flowers to be picked? No. And she'll then uh, make her way toward what she assumes is the exit, this tunnel. And as as you make your way to the exit, you begin again to smell this... this. It's like a fresh baked bread smell. It actually has a hint of banana to it. <laughs> and you're just slowly making, making your way through this tunnel and there's a couple of steps inside these trees that go down, and you step out uh, just behind Gilby and Zug in the cellar, and that is where we will end. Awesome. Thank you so much. I had a lot of fun. I like how that was supposed to be her uh, most prized possession, and she was willingly just going to give it away. He's like, fine, here, take it. She... <laughs> has learned better than to defy the gods. 
specifically that god. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've reached the end of the episode. That's all that's all gonna be said today. So sit back and enjoy. The scene shifts to that of a very familiar tavern. As the Queen of the Fairies, Titania, walks in the door. At the bar, at the bar stands a uh, black dragonborn cleaning glasses. Beside him, as always, is the ghostly figure of a fellow barkeep who is uh, go- pitching back and forth to patrons and helping them. The barkeep looks up. Ah, Titania! If you're looking for Little Red, you just missed her. She went back to her forest to pout. Apparently she doesn't like it when she doesn't get her way. Titania laughs. <laughs> yes, the mistress is very, um... Very stubborn in that matter, is she not? Uh, but the task is done. And the champion of the... Hmm, what do you call yourselves again? Uh, I guess lesser gods is still a thing. But your champion has been granted their power and passed their test. Though she almost... It's almost as if she didn't want to pass the test. It was very, um... Very concerning. But... The deed is done, nonetheless. The barkeep smiles. He says, Thank you. Yes, that one is... Uh, she's a bit of a hassle. Not very trusting. But that's Red's fault. And... It's fine. I think things will change as... This situation develops. But here. Come have a drink. It's on me tonight, and relax, have fun, before you have to go back to the forest. The scene fades to black, and all you can hear is this barkeep. I really hope that his plan actually works this time, as I don't know what's going to happen otherwise. Alright, so... You've reached the end. The actual end this time. And, well, we thank you for listening. And we hope that uh, whatever podcatcher you use, be it Anchor, uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever, uh, you give us a rating. Drop a little uh, little excerpt there. Let us know what you think. You can always join us on our Discord. The link will be in, in the episode as well as any uh, credits for music and sound effects used in the episode. Topic of the week. This one is riddles. Tell us about a riddle that maybe was given to another player or you yourself and you could never figure it out or maybe someone else figured it out and ruined the fun for you. Go ahead, join us in Discord and let us know. As for me, As for now, this is Tex, your DM, signing off.